This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. It's it's Wednesday, uh, the 3rd of May. You're watching Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley-Brewer, on Talk. Coming up, Buckingham Palace was locked down last night after a man was arrested for throwing suspected shotgun cartridges over the gates just days before the coronation. There was also a controlled explosion of his bag. Meanwhile, the Royal College of Nursing is threatening more strike action despite a new pay deal being accepted by the majority of NHS unions. And spies will be brought in to help track down tech scammers and cold callers who are going to be banned as part of a new strategy uh, to tackle the £7 billion a year cost of fraud in Britain. 6.33 is the time. This is Talk Breakfast. Good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Really appreciate you joining me on this, I have to say, beautifully beautiful May day. Sadly, as we were talking on the show yesterday, not looking so good for the next bank holiday weekend, particularly for the coronation. Though, as James Max was just saying, uh, it will be certainly, if not dry outside, it will certainly be wet inside uh, with the pubs staying open till one o'clock in the morning on Friday, Saturday and Sunday night. So good luck to you if you live near a pub. Uh, but um, uh, rather a lot of extra pints going to be drunk and not just by the talk TV breakfast team. I'm sure he's one person who will be joining in all the fun will be Russell Quirk, who's a political commentator and, of course, fr- I'm sorry, friend of the family, friend yes. of the family, friend of the show. Uh, Russell Quirk is joining us. Good morning to you. How are you doing? I'm very well indeed. Um, let's talk first of all about this uh, arrest last night. Um, 
Uh, a man yet, as yet unnamed arrested outside Buckingham Palace. Um, there was a controlled explosion of his bag. He was found after he uh, threw what was suspected shotgun cartridges uh, through the gates of the palace. Um, a suspicious bag uh, was on him was was part of a controlled detonation. He was also found to have a knife. It is understood that he had said the day before that he was planning to kill the king. Um, we're told by the police um, that uh, it was not terror-related. We believe there may be mental health issues. No, look, we, this won't be the first time. It won't be the last time mm. uh, that this has happened. Concerns about security, though, days ahead of the coronation. Um, the king and queen were not at the palace at the time. Um, are you, is there an issue with the security there? I mean, at the end of the day, you're talking about a residential accommodation in the centre of in the London. Of one of the largest populated cities in the world. Yeah. And it is right bang in the centre. No, no, I, I think the fact that this person was caught, and obviously we don't know the details, mm. we don't know what their absolute motivation was. Uh, you know, we don't know if the bag was thrown over the wall as a precursor to that person themselves trying to get over and follow it with some kind of malintent. We don't really yeah. know. Uh, but it certainly would smack of someone with some uh, mental health issues, wouldn't it? Um, um, so I think the fact that this was caught in the act, so to speak, I think is testimony to the fact that security is pretty tight. The security services would, of course, know that there's bound to be uh, issues. Um, of course, as I'm sure we'll talk about, protests as well, which no doubt are being planned uh, to coincide with the coronation with a view to disrupting it for all sorts of different reasons, whether it be not my king. I know that's yeah. one particular flavour of protest. Uh, and then, of course, all the Just Stop Oil and Extinction mm. Rebellion nutters. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. They're very much in the news. And actually, the question I want to ask today is about this. I'm just going to find the Guardian newspaper. Um, I mean, most of the papers have mentioned this uh, arrest, obviously. We'll go through those. There's also this, uh, this tackling of financial fraudsters. But let's talk about the Guardian front page. New anti-protest powers rushed into law in time for coronation. This is official warning letters have been sent to anti-monarchists in particular, planning peaceful protests at King Charles's coronation on Saturday, saying that new criminal offences to prevent disruption have been rushed into law. Uh, these attacks is described by some lawyers as intimidatory but the Home Office's Police Powers Unit wrote to the campaign group Republic saying the new power has been brought forward to prevent disruption at major sporting and cultural events so the law which is already going through um, it was going through Parliament the Public Order Act it was supposed to give those new powers in a few months time they've been brought forward to today Blow uh, protesters who block roads, airports and railways can face 12 months behind bars. Anyone locking on to others or to objects or buildings could face six months in jail or an unlimited fine. And police will be able to head off disruption by stopping and searching protesters if they suspect they're setting out to cause chaos. Now, as is often the case with protests, it depends what the cause is and whether people are, are much concerned about it or not. Now, we've had loads of, you know, we've had the Extinction Rebellion, Just Stop Oil. Uh, we've had the Animal animal Rising people at the Grand National, the Just Stop Oil people throwing, I still don't understand that protest about the snooker, throwing the, the orange paint dust. Um, yeah. uh, and I mean, you know, we've, look, we see more protests yesterday and claims that a, a driver ran over the foot of a Just Stop Oil protest. I have to say, she didn't look that bothered about it. She was well, smiling away. Someone just I ran can't over believe my that foot. That's all that's happened so far. Yeah, frankly, no, absolutely. Well, as I said, I just hope the driver was okay. Um, but um, but th there's one thing I think people, you know, sitting in the road, stopping people going about uh, their lawful business, and there's another thing people giving their political views and the Republican views are are growing views in this country. Um, that said, as someone I, I would like to have an elected head of state, I know that that's not a view of many of my audience, I get that, but I would never ever dream of ever taking part in a protest or supporting a protest that disrupted other people 
you know, we have a constitutional monarchy. That is the state of affairs. End of story. That is the majority view that people have in this country. And you should always respect that. But um, it, 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 this, this is part of our constitutional process at the current time. And that may well be the same for hundreds of years. It may not. But uh, someone holding up a placard or someone wearing a T-shirt, I think it should absolutely be allowed and not be criticised as long as they're not disrupting other people. But anything that disrupts other people's enjoyment, disrupts the ability to go ahead with the, with the procession or anything like that, I think would be unacceptable. So would you support these laws? Uh, I, unfortunately, I do. And I'm not one for this kind of overarching increase in state power, particularly when it comes to freedom of speech and protest, frankly. But I think the likes of Just Stop Oil and Extinction Rebellion have rather brought this upon themselves, I'm afraid. Um, you know, protest has moved on in its sophistication. I mean, it's become a very, very fashionable thing now, isn't it, to protest? Oh, about anything, it? I mean, and, you know, kind of back to the 60s almost. So protest, you know, must be enshrined and protected, of course. But there's but, going to be a but, isn't there? Well, the, the big but is that, of course, it goes too far yeah. when I mean not only does it disrupt ordinary working people but kind of what's the point I mean it's not disrupting the decision makers it's mm. not disrupting those in power not persuading people no it's not and, and actually what the the optics on this from the point of view of whether it be not my king protesters or just stop oil protesters is how does it play from an optics perspective on the public I do not think despite what they say themselves as protesters that the public support these kind of crass draconian aggressive disruptive protests the, the big question for me, though, Julia, is what do the police do? Because I yeah. think you can put in place as many laws as you like. They need but, to actually enforce them. But well, we know that they have a but, record, I'm afraid, of not doing no, so. No, and that's the thing. Well, when there's people talk about, OK, we, we've got say, the Extinction Rebellion and Just Stop Oil, which, I mean, again, who cares? It's another bunch of eco lunatics, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Um, and, and no, I don't have any time or respect for people who do this stuff, partly because actually what, it is, it's a religious cult. What, what they claim and what they demand is totally ridiculous and it's not based on any scientific fact. And even if it were, they should still go through the legitimate democratic processes. Yes. If you've got a case, argue your case and you'll win people around. Um, just wearing a stupid T-shirt and being called Tarquin, I don't think it's a political argument. Well, yeah. um, but, but these people, um, you know, it's, you know you, when you're sitting down in roads, you know, in the M25 or, or central London, wherever it is, Sorry, you're breaking the law and you should yeah. be removed immediately. Well, and that the laws is are not, already in place. The laws are already in place. So I've never understood why we needed laws. And then it was like, oh, we're going to go, we're going to walk slowly. But that's still obstruction. If you, you know, you could be arrested for driving your car too slowly, for yeah. goodness sake. You know, the, the, these laws are already in place. Um, what I don't, I'm very unhappy. And Priti Patel, when she was Home Secretary, brought in these laws about, um, you know, nuisance protests. And again, protests are by definition yes, meant, bit, to be nu- meant to be a nuisance, aren't mm. they? I mean, and I was on your anti-lockdown protest. Um, yes, you know, when you're walking down Oxford Street... But you didn't Street, glue yourself to anyone. I didn't glue myself to anyone. And, and the, aim of the, the aim of the protest was not to disrupt people. It was an unfortunate side effect that while we yes. had the protest, to make our the views known... The point was to make a point. point was to point, and we kept moving and, and, and it was all very friendly and yep. lovely atmosphere. But, but yes, people are going to be disrupted and that's why, for instance, these things should take place on a Saturday or a Sunday so they're not... They're not disrupting people going about their Monday to Friday working week. Yeah. But there, there is an impact. Democracy is messy mm-hmm. and we need to accept that, don't we? But, yeah. but I, I do worry sometimes this can go too far. That said, do I want someone shouting outside my building or my home with a megaphone, Steve Bray-like, all day? Or well, is that a legitimate protest or is that a nuisance? Is that no, harassment? No, I, I, the protests have to get attention. That's the whole point of protest, but it's how they are gone about. The yeah. problem is, of course, with Just Stop Oil and Extinction Rebellion, Just Stop Oil in particular, is we now know, of course, that a lot of these individuals are not only doing this for the sake of their own kind of personal brand, their own yeah. uh, wish to be notorious. That, that seems to be a driving motivation. But, of course, a lot of these people are paid 
Yeah, no, that's you know, extraordinary Famously, thing. Eileen Getty, ironically, or no irony, really, who comes from an oil family... Shocking. ...has put a million dollars to Just Stop Oil. Uh, and, in fact, there's one protester... If she feels so a, bad about it, give away all your money to Yes, well, well, there's one particular protester actually has a website who says, this is what I will do for money. You know, £50 yeah. pounds to block a road, £10... One of the guys who was recently arrested, yes, yes, and he gets people to crowd. So that's it. their motivation. So, so I've got, please, please contribute so I, d- I don't have to work in a pub. Yeah, um, or work. To, to, yeah, yeah, work, basically. <laughs> Yeah, I know these people are just. I'd say my. <laughs> I went out to dinner last night with my husband, and I got I got an Uber, and we, I don't know. We were talking about the Just Stop Oil people because it was in the, you know, the news. The guy who the woman who claimed to have been run over, and again can't actually see someone being run over uh, in the video. And, well, um, and like he said, much and he said a couple of days ago he had a Just Stop Oil guy in his Uber, and he's got the full T-shirt on, and he was going, and he wouldn't stop talking at me. He said he was chatting. He was kind of like, yeah, our cause is really good. He goes. Why are you getting an Uber? Yeah. Why, are you <laughs> why, or a bike? why, why aren't you buying? Why yeah. are you getting an Uber? Yeah. And he was just like, what, we, what, what complete nonsense. Someone call that hypocrisy. You, you, you might, you might indeed. Um, talking of hypocrisy, Simon, um, um, Simon Case, the Cabinet Secretary, apparently intervened yesterday to stop the Cabinet Office report uh, into Sue Gray basically being very critical of her, uh, for claiming that she'd breached the Civil Service Code. This is, of course, head of local elections tomorrow, that being seen to be politicised. I mean, whenever Simon Case and Sue Gray in the news, it's always a bad sign, isn't it? But she has a refused to cooperate with a cabinet office inquiry into when she first met, spoke with and met with Keir Starmer about taking this job working for him, mm. uh, both to prepare for office if he ahead of the general election and if he did win, to take over as a senior member of staff in his team in number 10. Um, she has spoken to the Advisory Committee on Business Appointments at Agapa, but I mean, this is a woman who everyone said she's got such integrity. Yeah, and is... all the time she was investigating Boris Johnson over Partygate, she was in talks, it would appear with Keir Starmer about going to work for him. I mean, such poor judgment, quite apart from anything else. It's one of the biggest no-comment situations in British political history, isn't it? And and particularly Sue Gray, of course. I mean, you you know what they say about people that say no-comment is that they might be, I'm just suggesting for a second, there might be an element of guilt that they're trying to hide there by virtue of the fact that they don't want to comment. I mean, what was the first date you spoke to Keir Starmer? It's a simple question. You have to answer it. But this is the woman that was in charge of ethics within the Cabinet Office. So, you know, ethics, transparency, you know, I mean, she's not doing herself any favours here. I don't think it undermines anything in the Partygate report because those are are facts. I mean, that they're not. They're not. Those facts are not disputed by anybody. But people involved. will be forgiven for thinking that she has something to hide. Um, and let's see what happens now in terms of the outcome of the investigation, in terms of whether she can actually take the job. Yeah, but once again, or being delayed by a couple of years, in which case it's hardly worth it. I mean, even if she, even if there were a, a, a Labour government in 2024. But again, this whole idea, this this politicised civil service, that there's just a whole bunch of people at the top levels of the civil service who are kind of secretly working against but, but the, the not, democratically elected government of the day. Not just politicised they are we know they are of the left you know yeah. you, you don't see a, a a huge cohort of right-wing type civil servants no. do you no, that's so true. Loads more to talk about, including those NHS strikes. Looks like they're off, or are they? We shall see. We'll talk about that uh, and uh, plenty more about the coronation and uh, tackling fraud as well. That's up next uh, with me talk on Talk Breakfast. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. 